Welcome to the Christine Means Business Podcast. My name is Christine Hansen and I'm a business consultant helping entrepreneurs to scale their business without working more through wonderful team management, leadership and strategy. Together with fellow experts or my own, this podcast is designed to share the most actionable tips, pieces of wisdom and anecdotes that will help you to avoid any mistakes that will cost you time or money to grow your business. It is my absolute joy to share that knowledge with you to help you for your ultimate success. You will get a new episode every two weeks and there's loads of free materials on my website christinemeansbusiness.com. So go ahead and check that out and I'm looking forward to hear your feedback and please don't forget to give us a couple of stars if you enjoy what you've been hearing on your podcasting platforms. And without further ado, let's start the show. Hi, and welcome to this brand new episode of Christine Means Business. And today you have a solo episode and you will have a few more of those with me in the future. There's a couple of things that I want to talk to you about. So this is going to be a season of solo episodes. And today we're going to talk about what the importance is of having the correct vision and mission. And it's really important to understand the difference of the two. Uh, so a little bit of background. I'm doing a series of interviews with very, very successful entrepreneurs, VC capitalists and business owners who have done scaling successfully. And I've asked them about their own experience with scaling, but also what they've noticed with their clients or when they heard pitches from startups, etc. Now, even if you are someone who has a relatively small business and simple does not mean smaller, just want to clarify that you are also a chief executive officer and you will need to think like a CEO and having scaling at the end of the light of the tunnel is important and we're going to investigate why. It's going to be really important in how you're going to structure and organize your business. So before we get started though, quick presentation. I'm Christine Hansen and I'm a business consultant and also a CEO mentor, helping people to really think like a chief executive officer to really structure your business in a way that it is simple, that it doesn't take more time, but less and that you can make a real impact in the end by having the largest profit possible and then making the biggest impact possible. Now, before we get started into details, I want to share a quote with you. And um, it's by Martin Luther King. And he once stated, life's most persistent and urgent question is what are you doing for others? Now, when it comes to leadership or business building, especially in times of crisis, hello, Guiding people with a purpose will always make actions more relevant. Now, it's not just guiding people, but also building an existence, helping people, you know, hire you, buy your services because they can relate to that. Now, I'm going to continue with a second quote here, which is by Benoit Heilbrunn. He is a marketing professor at the ESCP Business School, which is, by the way, the school where I'm doing my PhD at the moment. And I want to share with you what he said in one of the articles, because I think it's really important. In an era when change happens fast and creates new normals regularly, I mean, that's exactly where we are in. 
being able to lead and create with purpose rather than with mere authority is key to adapting and thriving. It is a way of understanding how business can positively affect the lives of individuals and societies, which is the paradigm of the transformative economy. Now, here's the next sentence, which even if you think it doesn't relate to you, think again. This is important because unlike human beings, organizations must constantly justify their existence in order to remain, explains Benoit Heilbrunn. Now, the reason why I said you might think this may not, you know, be relevant to you is because Sometimes or often, actually, when I ask people why they chose to go into business, it's because, you know, they wanted to have more time for their family, et cetera, et cetera. And all of those are great, great ideas. However, I want to remind you that business is not easy. It is uh, you need a lot of resilience and you need to have continuous motivation. And that is where vision and mission comes in. What is the difference though? So a lot of the time, and this is, I've got from an interview with uh, Frank Beckman. He is a venture capitalist and advisor and investor. And he told me that when he gets pitches, one of the things that he notices a lot is that there is a lot of vision. So in terms of people know, how big it's going to be, how much money it's going to make, have an idea of the pathway to go there. But what is lacking, that is the mission. And the mission is really what ultimately drives you. Why is it important to have that mission? Well, we just heard a couple of quotes, but it's really to really drill it home. If you don't have a mission, it's not only difficult for other people to believe in your business. It's also difficult for yourself to stay motivated at times. So if you have a dip and you know why you're doing something, it's easier to get out of that dip. An example is my mission actually has nothing to do with my business or with people. (laughs) My mission is based on animals. I am very passionate about poaching, negatively passionate about poaching in a way. So illegal hunting of mainly elephants, but it could also be any other animals that are hunted down close to extinction for trophy hunters or anything that's just mainly greed, let's be honest. Even if it's for medicinal reasons, it usually is forbidden and then there is a black market for it and hence people are paid a lot. So it's always greed. And in my opinion, money is neutral. It really depends on who the steward of that money is. So I want to be a steward for money to do good in the world, fighting money with money in a way. I really want to make profits, huge profits, so that I can invest those in the impact, which means anti-poaching initiatives. That is my mission. So if I ever get, and it doesn't necessarily have a direct link to what I do, and yet it also does. And I will tell you about that in a minute. But what it does is that if I have a period where things don't go exactly my way, (laughs) which happens, then I always have this to get back to and say, no, look, you have this mission. I really want to get there. This is more important than your little, you know, nervous breakdown right now because plan A didn't quite work out the way you wanted to. So let's go over to plan B. That resilience is something that will come with time, I feel, and with maturity and when you learn to put your ego aside sometimes. Now, the question I get most of the time is, can your mission or your your vision, not necessarily, but your mission, can it be too big? 
Now, it really depends, in my opinion, on what your mission is based on. Is it based on your own beliefs, first of all, on your own deep values, or did you pick it up somewhere else? And why would I say that? Vision or mission of success, how you define success, what you define as the most important could be something that you inherited from your parents, from your society. It could also be something that you picked up in the market. In the digital coaching world in particular, you have the six multiple six figures. By now, it's seven figures. Like the copywriters are now talking about seven figures, not six figures anymore. And not everyone needs seven figures, to be honest. But obviously, if you want to, that's fine. But then what often happens is that that belief is actually not your core motivation. It's not like, what would you be doing with it? It's not that meaningful in the end. Because you get financial freedom and time for your family with multiple six figures. You wouldn't need seven figures for that, to be honest, if you have a regular, normal, you know, even luxurious lifestyle. So there needs to be something more there. And then what comes with it as well is the time frame. So if you ask me, can it be too big? Yes. If you have an unrealistic goal, a fi pure financial goal with an irrealistic timeline, that is just not going to happen because it takes momentum and momentum takes time, even with the best consultants in the world, then I could say, yes, it's too big and it can lead to more frustration than anything else. However, if it is based on value, value meaning, for me, it's a poaching, like really going against corruption it's just deep to my heart, but it could also be you want to support a certain community, you want to support education globally, you want to support civil rights of a certain group of people, you want to support science maybe, you know, or you want to support the environment, whatever it is, something that's deeply going to the core, then I would say no. It cannot be too big because it's going to drive you. It's going to motivate you. Now, let's look at the other side of the medal, which would be, is it too small? And there I would say absolutely yes. A lot of people have a vision that is way too limited and too small. And I love you, but only doing this because you want to be free, because you want to be have more time for your family it's most likely not going to be enough to really keep you at the game of this. You know, it's it's valid, yes, but is it enough? Most likely not. <laughs> not if you want to have a true impact. So it, it's going to make it more difficult for you to think on a larger scale. It doesn't mean that I want you to think in the mode of a startup that wants to, you know, get a really high evaluation and sell. But I want you to think in a way, if you really truly want to become seriously financially independent, you will need to scale at some extent if you don't want to be doing the work one-on-one -on -one because there's only that many hours in a day, even if you're very good at what you do and you sell at high ticket. It's not going to be possible, very difficult. You need to have that anchor in the future somehow. So is it too, can it be too small? Yes, I always encourage people to have some bigger anchor, some bigger mission in the back of their thoughts, in the back of their mind. Now, the other thing is, I don't want you to confuse small with simple. You can have a highly lucrative business that is super simple. It doesn't mean that you need to have 100 employees, offices all over the world, not at all. 
my specialty is actually to build simple, super simple businesses where as much as possible is automated and streamlined. Being able to do that requires leadership. It requires CEO thinking. And that is what I do with my clients. And that is what can help you to build a simple yet really powerful business that will ultimately help you to make a true impact and reach that goal. Now, the next question that I would throw out there is, does your mission make sense? Is it actually aligned with what you do? Doesn't mean that if you, like me, my ultimate mission has to do with poaching, doesn't have mean that I have to work with animals, not at all. However, when I do think about my marketing collaborations, it's very clear that I will not be officially collaborating with companies that I know are either have, you know, have been, um, you know, where it's been proven that they have done animal experiments or that they have been poaching or that they are hunting for skin of animals that are endangered, all of these things. Even if I privately might enjoy a nice handbag from time to time, I'm going to say, you know, you know, I'm a huge Hermes fan. They do use ostrich, for example, and other leathers. But in my company, when I do take my decision from a company point of view, that is not necessarily the company I would align myself with. Um, you know, I would be very mindful of those things. So that is really something that I feel when you then present your company to others and you stand for your values, for that element of yours that you're building, that is really important. And it's going to guide you in your marketing decision. So the other thing is that really already do an audit of your company and have a look if you can actually get there. The only way that you can really make an impact is by having a big profit margin so that you can use parts of your profits to not revenue, but profit to make that impact, right? To fund scholarships, to fund research, whatever, what have you. So in order to do that, you need to know how much revenue you actually need to make in order to have profit, which means you have to know your business expenses, which means you need to know what marketing efforts are actually valid, are actually working out for you. And then from there, you can design your strategy. You know, you eliminate what isn't working, you keep what is, and then, you know, from there, you can build a higher revenue, hence a higher profit margin. So you can create a roadmap built based on your mission. And I find those are the most successful businesses out there. And the next thing, the last thing is what could a roadmap look like? Any business that is built to make a big impact, to have a high profit margin is built on automation and on streaming or streamlines, having a very clear structure with standard operation procedures and very clear key performance indicators for the people who work there. Those don't need to be employees. They can be freelancers. But using technology to outsource or to automate as much as possible is a huge key. And that is also what I do with my clients. It's really mapping out which steps are not necessary for you to do as a CEO. You're there to keep track of that path, that roadmap to its division. It's not your job to go into the nitty gritty. So what can we automate? Where do we have to hire people? 
where do we have people that don't, you know, get to their key performance indicators and that we have to fire? No hard feelings, but we told you this is what we expect. You don't reach it. I'm sorry, but we have to part ways. That is just how it goes. And being a very objective about that takes the emotion out in a way and really will help you to get there. So that is really what I wanted to discuss today. And if you are someone who says, okay, even though I never thought that way and I feel it's just for the big, you know, Silicon Valley people, but ultimately I do want to make an impact. You know, I do really want to leave a legacy and to, or even if it's just creating one scholarship for one girl in a country where education is not a given, I'll be happy. I want to do that. But at the moment, I'm doing it all. I don't see, you know, a rise in my profit margin. I might not even have a profit margin. I might just be about able to pay myself and still work all the time. That was not exactly what I set out to do. Then I highly recommend that you get in touch. Have a look first at my free training where I walk you through how you can audit your business. And then you can get in touch with me and I can actually do an audit of your business. It's at a very, very affordable cost where I just go in, you explain everything to me and I do a quick audit and then we go from there. So I really highly invite you to check that out on my website. And if you have any question, reach out. So you can find me at christinemeansbusiness.com. It was lovely, lovely talking to you and I'll be back in two weeks time. Bye-bye for now. right and here is what i usually forget at the end of every episode so first off thank you so much for listening and taking the time to tune in we really 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 appreciate it now don't forget that i've written a book with everything you need to know about growing and building a business online it's called we mean business the practical guide for creative entrepreneurs coaches and small businesses to build your brand and grow your business online. You can find it on Amazon, but also in other online bookstores and on my website. Also, please make sure that if you want to stalk me, you follow me on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube or Twitter or Pinterest or TikTok. And if there was anything in this episode that you learned, that you found entertaining, that made you giggle, then I would be over the moon if you'd left us a five-star rating. These ratings go a long way for more people to tune in and make sure that you follow the podcast as well to share the love and to have more people find it. Thank you so much and we'll see you in two weeks time for a new episode.